Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's Sarcasm Speaks, Jared and Bob. Uh, so <laughs> bear with us here. Uh, Bob's on some some old technology. So if he disappears for a second, he'll be oh, back. Oh, it's not old technology. It's just a Chromebook. Ah, oh, right. But isn't it so it's, older or it's, no? No, it's not that old. It's just not built for like anything but web browsing. Oh, oh, I thought it was from like 2017 or something. No. No. No, it's newer than that, but they're not built for like video calls or anything like that. Yeah, it's it's literally a an internet machine. Yes. Um, so yeah, if if he has to switch and disappears for a second, he'll be back. It's fine. I'll just ramble on about nothing. Yeah, I got I got the, I got the tablet ready. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> so I uh, I actually have have some more news, I guess. We've been talking about uh, my becoming a a gamer, I guess, and playing Xbox. And I told everyone about my uh, my recent purchase of the the Xbox, the Holiday Edition. Got a good deal, whatever, all that stuff. Um, so I put all of my Xbox 360 stuff on eBay uh, to sell it because I don't need it anymore. I have a brand new Xbox and I pre-ordered the um, PGA Tour game already. So I'll have it when it comes out. Um, So I was like, yeah, I don't need this. So I bought this Xbox 360 during the pandemic. Um, It was like the very early in the pandemic when everything was still shut down and we weren't working. And I was like, well, I got a lot of fucking free time. Might as well play some video games. So I went to GameStop and bought this 360 for 50 bucks. <clears throat> um, so I put it on eBay. I listed the starting bid at $49.99. Well knowing like it'll probably sit there. I'll probably have to drop the price at least once, if not twice. Um, but I was like, if I can end with just breaking even on it, it's great, right? Like if I can sell it for 50 bucks, then then perfect. Um, well, it ended today, like a couple hours ago. So this is a, a Friday night that we're actually recording this. Um, <clears throat> and the uh, the goddamn fucking thing sold for like 105 bucks. You're a flipper now. Yeah. I made, I doubled my money on the Xbox 360 that I bought during the shutdown. Uh, in 2020, it probably like May of 22, April or May of 2020 when I bought the thing, um, used it sparingly. I mean, I used it quite a bit in, in, you know, during those times, cause I didn't really have a lot to do. Um, but <clears throat> used it sparingly in the last year and a half, I would say. Um, and yeah, someone bought it for 105 bucks. So my 360 and two controllers. It's kind of like the time I sold an iPod for like 70 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why someone bought that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. But here we are. So then I I listed my my games because I have, I'm looking at them right now. I have four video games for the 360. I have uh Tiger Woods PGA Tour 14. I have Madden 16, NHL 15, 
and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. So I listed all of them on eBay. Uh, Black Ops 2 sold for like 15 bucks or 16 bucks. Um, but the fucking cocksucker hasn't paid for it yet. So uh, I think I have it set, I, it's set on my account. I think it's three, three or four days consecutive without getting paid. It'll automatically cancel and relist. Um, so it'll probably just get relisted anyway. Uh, I just also sold Tiger Woods today for, I think, $14. Um, and unsurprised, very unsurprisingly, no one is interested in Madden 16 or NHL 15. <laughs> yep, throw those right in the trash. Yeah, so those are probably going to go in the trash. Um, but, I mean, <clears throat> I, uh, Tiger Woods 14 is arguably the best golf game that has been made in recent times, right? Like, cause a lot of people talk a lot of shit about the 2k golf games. Um, so EA sports tried to make, cause I think 14 was when one of the, the myriad of things happened with tiger um, and EA sports dropped him. Uh, so then they still had a contract for one more year. So in 20, 15, or maybe it was a couple of years. Maybe they waited till 16 or 17. I don't know. But EA Sports tried to make one more golf game and call it Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. And the game sucked. Um, obviously, it had nothing to do with Rory. He was just the cover athlete. But the game was I, not I, good. I blame him. Yeah, yeah, it's all his fault. Um, it is his fault. The game was just not good. So then EA Sports was like, all right, we're done with this. So then 2K took over. And I think their first golf game was 2K19. Um, and every 2K golf game since then, from what I've heard, I don't know from firsthand experience, has been very not good. Um, about as well as you can imagine the 2K sports franchise would be. If you have any familiarity with you know the early 2000s video games, like if you're right around our age, uh, EA Sports was significantly better than 2K when it came to uh, creating games. Uh, although, except for basketball, I, I never was a big basketball video game guy, but from what I can remember, I think NBA 2K was preferred over NBA Live, which was the EA Sports version. Um, but everything else other than that, EA Sports was better. E EA Sports made arguably the greatest sports game of all time, NCAA 06. Uh, MVP Baseball 2005. Stop. NCAA 06. <laughs> well, either way, those those are both, those are probably top two um, of the greatest video games ever made. But yeah, I, I, so they're back. Um, I forget where I was going with that. I just went on like a really long diatribe and lost my way. Um, <clears throat> well, before you get back on track, I will put out there. EA Sports in 2004, I think, their hockey games went on like a very, very bad streak. In NHL 2K5, that game was fucking awesome. I don't remember. I don't think I ever got 2K5. I think Mar Martin St. Louis was on it. And you could do like you could play each other and do the fantasy draft. Oh, really? Sick. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I. Like I said, I don't think I ever really got into many 2K sport sports games. Um, I tried the 2K baseball games 
just because they had the exclusive contract. Um, and it just, it, nothing can compare to the MVP baseball series. I mean, that was, that was peak video games really for me. Um, but you know, we're back. We have, uh, we have the new, new EA sports golf game. So we'll see, hopefully, hopefully it's great. I'm sure it will be. EA knows what they're doing, but, but yeah, so I'm flipping, I'm flipping all my shit. Yeah, you're so, you're a flipper now. Yeah, I'm a flipper now. I should just do that full time. I'm gonna quit. <clears> you gotta go to what garage sale are you going to? Yeah, tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I gotta call Gary V first and and make some. Uh, I gotta make some motivational videos without ever actually being a motivator. Um, I don't know how you can say that. Obviously, Gary V is motivating. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a I'm a good. Like I said, I'm gonna quit my job. She's going to go work eBay all the time. So, uh, well, interestingly enough, actually, not that I'm actually going to quit my job. I'm not actively searching for new jobs, um, but I did send it to you the other day too. I saw Mass Golf was hiring uh, for like the director of women's events. And I was like, huh, I wonder, uh, I wonder what that entails. I have no idea what it entails. It doesn't sound very fun though. Being a tournament director fucking sucks. <clears throat> yeah, I mean probably. But I don't know. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Cause I get the I'm sure you you do also the the what is the monthly newsletter, a bi-weekly newsletter, however fucking frequently they send it out. I don't I don't read it. Yeah. I was flipping through and they were like, Oh, we have some uh employment opportunities. So I was like, Oh, what do we got? One of them one of them was lame. I forget which what it was. Uh, and the other one was the director of women's events. But I was like, ah, might be worth it. I was like, I have no idea what the salary is, but. Um, and then, so again, not, I'm not actively looking for new work, but I, it just kind of, things just kind of like pop up um, on, on my shit, like for like LinkedIn and stuff. Um, the Akushnet company was hiring a digital product project manager it's kind of a mouthful to say um but i i did not apply i saw it it was like two three weeks ago um and i was like man that would be really fucking cool uh so if anyone doesn't know what the fuck the akushnet company is it's the parent company that owns titleist and footjoy um so and they're actually based in southeastern massachusetts which is exactly where i live they have um i think their main production plant is in fairhaven um but i think they also have some office space and maybe a smaller plant in either fall river or new bedford um but so yeah when you buy your titleist balls um it's most likely that they're made in fucking fairhaven massachusetts so that's that's a fun fun fact for you uh, but yeah, I saw, like I said, I saw the that Akushnet was hiring and I was like, fuck, man, that would be really cool. Um, but like I said, I, I didn't apply. What digital products do they produce? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. What does that job even mean? I don't know. <laughs> I re- I don't even, it's not on LinkedIn anymore. So I'm, I, cause I, I checked like once a week now, just. I'm not going to apply to it, but just, just to see, <laughs> uh, just to see if it's still there. 
Um, so I don't even think I could pull up um, the job description. Oh, they put it back on. This well, this one's different. This is a digital commerce project manager. Digital commerce. Oh, that makes more sense because you're not creating content, but yeah, you can buy shit online. Responsible for leading project teams, develop and maintain project plans, yada, yada, yada. Serve as a business partner and point of contact between multiple internal, external teams. Facilitate all kinds of other bullshit. Uh, resolve project roadblocks, whatever. Uh, some travel required, like 10%. Um, so yeah. Digital commerce project manager. That doesn't even sound remotely fun for like the company it works. You like the company for like the company that it is and what they produce and what they do. That sounds like a fucking shitty operation or a shitty thing to have to do. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to just work for the Akushnet company. <laughs> Maybe you can like turn it into something else if other things. Oh yeah, so this is a different one, but I think that's the same um, line. Is there's a senior manager for the digital program management? So I think that's kind of similar to what I saw before. Associate, they they're hiring a lot of jobs right now. Associate they retail marketing manager, yeah. Product developer, senior manager of property management. That would be uh, that would be interesting. It's kind of like what I do now. I'm in corporate real estate in a way. Yeah, property management slightly different. Yeah, than what you do. <laughs> the head of finance for Titleist Golf Balls. <laughs> I'm definitely qualified for that one, right? <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's quite a bit. Uh, and the other one, the other location is in New Bedford. So their, their corporate headquarters is in Fairhaven and then their other site is in New Bedford. Which, I mean, all things considered too, that's not an awful drive, especially for me. Like I'm, what traffic am I going to hit going to Fairhaven? You know, like most, especially for around here, people are either traveling into Boston or into Providence. It's not a lot of people going the, the Fairhaven route. For a guy that's not looking for new work, you sure are giving new work a whole lot of thought. It's because I started using LinkedIn more and I it they like pollute me with all these jobs. They're like, we think you'd be interested in this. And I'm like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I don't know. I get, I never shut the door on it, right? Like if, if a company, because so I know a couple people that got hired through LinkedIn, like someone just like messaged them on LinkedIn and was like, hey, we think your profile matches what we want. Will you apply for this job? Um, and they got hired that way. So yeah, I, it's part of like part of my work wants me to use LinkedIn more because it's like fucking networking and bullshit like that. Um, 
So I'm, like I said, I'm on LinkedIn a little bit more and they just throw these jobs at me all the time. I'm like, oh shit. I don't know. It would be kind of cool. <laughs> so I don't know. Does that mean I am looking even though, because I'm not applying to anything. I'm just, I'm window shopping basically, I think. I'm just saying you're giving a lot for for a guy who prefaced it with I'm not looking for a new job. Kind of doesn't sound that way. Well, it's like LinkedIn wants me to find a new job. <laughs> That's just what they want you to think. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I certainly don't know anything. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's like a, a meandering way to go from an Xbox 360 to mass golf to a Kushnet to whatever, <laughs> where do we, where do we go from here? Um, actually I got one. So I was going to bring this up the other night. Cause we actually recorded when we recorded on Tuesday, I think it was the 28th. Um, so February 28th was when the Supreme court actually started hearing, I think that's the terminology there. They, they started the case for the student loan relief program. So if you have no idea what's going on, if you've been living under a rock or if you haven't been watching this show, um, first of all, if you have, you should be subscribed by now. So if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, uh, smash the like button, you know, tell everybody, you know, about the show. Same thing. If you're audio only again, subscribe. Um, so we talked about it before in the fall, right? Originally, this was like last August, um, Joe Biden passed the, this executive order that was going to forgive you know, up to $20,000 in student loan debt for people um, that, that had debt. Uh, that's a great way to say that. I'm, I'm really good, really wordsmithing right now. Um, but then when was it? No, was it before the election or after the election that they struck all the shit down? Probably I think it after. was after. I think it was like a week after. So, well, first, actually, so August, he signs the executive order. Um, everyone gets $10,000. Well, everyone with federal student loan debt gets $10,000. Um, if you received a Pell Grant, you get $20,000, uh, which I looked up. I actually did receive a Pell Grant when I was in high school. So I only got it one year. So I guess that does qualify me for the extended relief, but it probably won't go through anyway. Also, we've talked about this. I don't really give a shit whether or not it goes. Obviously, if it does go through, that's great. It's literally free money. Um, but I think it's a stupid idea. I think just I remember think, though, there's no such thing as free money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well actually there's Massachusetts is one of the states that you don't have to pay taxes on it. There were a couple there's 11 states that passed law of legislation, I guess, that um, if it does go through, you have to pay taxes on it. And surprisingly, Massachusetts was not one of those. So um, 
uh, what was I saying? Oh, so August signs the executive order. In like September or October, they changed some stipulation on there. So they took out some people like, I think it was like an FFEL loan or whatever. whatever. They took a certain type of loan away from being eligible for the um for the relief right but they didn't talk they didn't talk about it in the media so there was a bunch of people that found out when they went to apply that they were no longer eligible um but again it was mostly a publicity stunt so that the democrats would win the midterms and they actually did pretty well in the midterms um they they hang on they hang on to the senate but they lost the the house, right? Is that how Could, that went? Couldn't, couldn't tell you, dude. I yeah. just remember the red, the red wave. Yeah, the red that, wave that, that never came. The red wave that never came. Yeah, it was the the red little fucking tide pool. Um, yeah, the red wake in a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, like a week after the election, it gets struck down by some like uh, state level court in Texas. So then there's an injunction basically, and you can't do anything. So then the whole fucking thing gets shut down and they have to wait for the Supreme Court to rule on it. And this week was the, I believe the opening arguments and the, you know, the beginning, the preliminary actions for the court case. Um, and obviously we're like three days in at this point and everyone is writing articles as to why it's gonna win and to also at the same time as to why it's going to lose. So I've I've read like three or four articles on it so far this week and I think, you know, maybe one of them one of them was why it's going to get struck down and two of them were why it's going to get held up and, you know, passed and everyone's going to get the relief or whatever. Um so everyone's got a fucking opinion, right? Everyone know everyone knows exactly what's going to happen, uh which means that they don't. I guess to be fair, if they're writing articles, they probably are like opinion articles. It's just now the only problem with that is now people can't discern that information. So they're going to read it and be like, oh, well, I read that this was going to happen. Like, yeah, well, that was just some fucking journalist's thoughts. Right. And right. You, you took it as the future. Because originally everyone was saying it's dead. Like before the court case even started, they said it was going to be dead because the Supreme Court has a 6-3 majority to conservative judges, to liberal judges. Um, however, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I think is her name, who was appointed by Trump. So again, you know, you would think would be a conservative judge. Was she the one that was stealing all of women's rights? Uh, probably. I think she was. Yeah. Um, so, so she, on the first day of the trial was like grilling the people that are against the relief and had made some comments that made it seem like she was in favor of it. So then everyone was like, oh my God, if she's in favor of it, then that means that there's a five, four, uh, split right now, which means they would only need to convince one other judge. And in the article that I read, as I'm reading it, they're like, I, I read it as that. They said that those words, they would only need to convince one other judge. 
And I'm sitting there like kind of scratching my head being like, isn't the job of the Supreme Court to look at whatever they're looking at and decide, does this fall within the realm of what it's supposed to be, right? So if it's an executive order, if they're overviewing an executive order like this, given all of the circumstances, did President Biden have the authority to grant this executive order? Yes or no? Like their opinion and their being swayed on it and being convinced one way or the other should have nothing to do with it, right? You would think. You would think. I mean, <laughs> but the other thing, the other thing here is if you are conservative or liberal in your viewpoints because the judges don't hold a they don't hold well i mean they probably do hold a political party but they're not like no i don't think they're you allowed know, to well either way so like even if personally they're like hey keep it on the wraps but i'm probably a republican but like it doesn't say like Honorary Judge Amy fucking Cohen Barrett, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. Parentheses are. Right. So, like, they are not affiliated by political party. So, theoretically, they don't have to follow what any political party thinks. Right. At all. Right. Which a lot of judges get flack for from time to time. Like, uh, I think it's... Chief Justice Roberts was appointed by George Bush, but he frequently sides on like the liberal side sometimes. Um, so people give him shit for that because they're like, oh, you were appointed by a Republican president, but you sway the way of, of the, the liberal sometimes. It's like, fuck off. Again, like you said, and like I said, their job is not to be involved in politics. Their job is to decide, is this constitutional? Did they have the right, whomever, right, to, to do what they did? So if, it's a, if Congress passes a law and people don't like it, or however it, it makes its way to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court then has to sit there and say, did the process that Congress went through to make this law, one, was it correct? And two, does it ab uh, abide by the rules in the Constitution? Like, it's pretty black and white to me, it seems at least, right? Like, and I've, I've said this before on the show, like, I think the judicial branch is arguably the most important branch in the entire government because they, and we, you know, you learn in, in fucking middle school, elementary school, whatever, oh, the checks and balances, checks and balances, like, they all supposed to check and balance each other. But at the end of the day, the, ju the judicial branch is the fucking check and balance, right? Like the, like Biden can pass an executive order. Congress can't do shit about that. The judicial branch steps in and goes, Hey, that's on, that's against the constitution. We're absolving that executive order. That was the whole thing with the, the DACA stuff. The, when, uh, Obama signed the executive order about like immigrant children or some bullshit like that. The Supreme Court at the time looked at it and, uh, and they were like, 
he didn't have the authority. Like whatever he signed in that executive order by law of the constitution, he does not have the authority to do that. So they struck it down. And everyone was like, oh my God, they're racist. They hate, they hate immigrant children and all this. They're putting kids in cages and all kinds of bullshit like that. And it's like, no, it's it's fucking that's not his job. That's not the president's job. We went through it with um fucking abortion, Roe v. Wade, where there was an instance where the Supreme Court actually ruled on a prior Supreme Court hearing. So whatever it was in like 1974, the Supreme Court then ruled something that became kind of law of the land. And today's Supreme Court is like, no, it's not our job as justices in the Supreme Court to create law of the land. That is the job of Congress. So then again, which still, by the way, hasn't been passed in Congress. People have been bitching about the whole Roe v. Wade thing since what, last July? We're coming up on almost a year. It's like, what, eight months, nine months of this? And uh, yeah, neither House of Congress, what I've heard, has tried to push forward anything to protect abortion rights. So how much- Was was that leaked about a year? Wasn't that leaked about a year ago though? Yeah, it was leaked in February. So it was leaked in February of 2022. And oh, yeah, so and maybe then, they ruled on it in like May or June. So yeah, it's almost been a full year. But everyone in the in Congress, Senate, and the House are like, oh, Supreme Court's bad. Supreme Court doesn't like women. They don't want to protect women's rights. They don't want to protect abortion. Abortion yeah, is health. Has anyone has anyone drafted a bill yet? Has any yeah, where's the bill? Your job in Congress is to create laws. You didn't do it for abortion. I thought their job was just to talk shit about the opposite party. They did it for, uh, what do they do it for? They do it for same-sex marriage? I mean, they pretty much do it for everything. They just really don't like each other. So, no, no, no. So, um, they passed a law to protect same-sex marriage because that was next on the list. The Supreme Court, so after they overturned Roe v. Wade in May, they were going to take a look at same-sex marriage, which was a similar thing. The Supreme Court ruled on something in like 2003. And the Supreme Court, again, was like, that's not our job. Our job is not to make laws. So Congress passed a law that protected, that now is codified and is law of the land that same-sex marriage is protected. And um, what is it? Like, acknowledged that's the word i was looking for in all 50 states in the country but they still haven't done that yet for abortion do they really care do all those the the democrats really care that much that they didn't they did it they did it they did it for same-sex marriage again just saying well i mean their actions make it pretty obvious yeah they they don't don't they don't care so if they did there would at least be a bill by now Right. So back to the, the student loan thing. Um, it's, it's just that, right? I think this Supreme Court is very um, straightforward in its approach, right? Like they, they're, they're, they actually are doing their job <laughs> for once. They're the only branch in government that's actually doing their fucking job. Um, and they're even correcting previous Supreme Courts for not doing their job. So 
of all the chaos and all the bullshit that's going on in the country with politics and all kinds of bullshit like that, um, the current Supreme Court, bravo. I think they're they're actually doing, you know what's funny? Nope, sur- Supreme Court bad. Is there, yeah, Supreme Court bad. But you know what's funny though, is I think that the bar is set so low that them actually doing their job, like just got me excited. Right, like all they did, all they're doing is just doing what they're supposed to do. Meet, meeting expectations. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that that just got me. It got me fired up. <laughs> but either way, it'll be interesting to to follow. Right, I'll I'll keep an eye on it. For the they said that um, they may not have a ruling on it until June. Oh my god! See, this is the other fucking problem with like law and courts and fuck and shit like that like like if it w- if if they said like okay we'll have an answer friday yeah like i would probably maybe pay attention or i would at least check on oh today's friday so a week from today right if they said within two weeks we're gonna rule on this fine three more fucking months yeah like what what are they actually doing well they, it takes like i don't know what they what they're but like actually all doing, but they have to like present take. evidence and then they argue and then they cross fucking examine and then they argue some more and then they present other evidence and then they do other shit. We should it's reform like, the legal system. Nothing goes to court until you're fucking ready to fucking defend it right then and there. Right. Yeah. And I don't we, care what kind of scheduling nightmare that creates. We should have this shit at most. It should be four weeks. If you can't, if you can't rule on something after a month, uh, you're not ready. You're not ready to go. I think that's I, fair. Yeah, I don't know. Someone, someone in law would probably have to explain that to me. But then again, I'd have to talk to a lawyer, and I would really fucking just like not want to do that. <laughs> Except for Mike. Shout out to Mike, friend of the show. He's a lawyer now, but we knew him before he was a lawyer. So that's true. <laughs> So he's grand he's grandfathered in. But um Yeah, but I'll talk to him as Mike, not as like <laughs> lawyer Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spare me your legal jargon. <laughs> I only speak bird law. Yeah, if we're not gonna talk bird law, I'm not interested. <laughs> um yeah, so I don't I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with there. Like I said depending on what articles you read, uh, it might as well already be decided one way or the other. Um, which again, that tells me that no one has any fucking idea. I can't believe that they're going to, um, shoot it down and prop it back up. It's kind of <laughs> crazy that they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to play both sides. Hey, you always come out on top. Yeah. <laughs> That's two always sunny references in like 45 seconds. I could do more. <laughs> we would probably do a whole show just speaking in always sunny quotes. That would be pretty funny. It might be annoying for anyone that doesn't know always sunny, but that could definitely Wouldn't make be done. Any fucking sense. No. <laughs> um let's see, what else we got here? Anything anything crazy going on? I doubt it, dude. Um, I also well, I, I can't pay attention what any of these fucking people are doing anymore. They're too fucking stupid. I got uh, I got one more thing um, before we wrap things up. 
Um, actually, do you want to wrap things up now? I think it's been about an hour. What time did we get on here? I don't even know. I think it was like 6.05. I feel like it was later than that, wasn't it? Because didn't it, it take my laptop like 45 minutes to get going? Oh, could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, at, at, six, at 6.17, you told me you couldn't hear me. Ah, okay. Well. We, we got time for another thing. Later, right. I mean, what do you got? All right. Um, so I got to pull it back up here. Um, we got we got some news. Um, the of all places, the Department of Energy, so the United States Department of Energy, uh, just came out this week and confirmed that. It did something that everyone has known for fucking forever now that the COVID-19 outbreak was from the Wuhan virology lab. No, that's news. That's surprising. That didn't happen. Yeah. You know, people are still arguing that that's not the case. Yeah. There's still some government agencies that say it's not the case. And like media members. Yeah. Yeah. They still just like won't allow it to be true. Yeah. I'll never. I, I, Which I mean, we've been over this. Like what? Like what is the harm of like someone sucking at their job? Right. Like dude showed up too hungover, fucked up, let the fucking bat out. Like, okay, sucks. Yeah. Ruined the world for like a year and a half. But like. I mean. There's also unnecessarily ruined the world. Come to find out. Well, again, it's, it's the response. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that bad. Masks don't work. That was the New York Times, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the response was stupid, but that's not the fucking hungover guy's fault. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but there was um I forget the the guest, whoever it was on Joe Rogan, but I remember the conversation. This was like early on. This was like maybe late 2020 like early 2021 where the guest was like, so I'm going to tell you something. The, the Wuhan virology lab in Wuhan, China hold does, does science work, scientific work with coronavirus, various different coronaviruses we know that the the virus came from Wuhan, China, but we are literally not going to say that it came. It's not. It's it's not possible that it came from this lab. Like I just I remember that conversation. Literally, literally impossible. It's yeah, yeah. It's like I I wish I could remember who the guest was. I mean, I'm sure he had multiple where they talked about it. But there was one in particular where he like laid out all of the all of the the facts, right? Like the, pe- the Pepe Silvia. Yeah, we know we know it's a coronavirus. We know it came from Wuhan, China. There's a there's a lab. There's a science lab in Wuhan, China that studies coronaviruses. But the virus came from a wet market. Actually, that logic kind of checks out because if it walks like a duck, 
talks like a duck, floats in water, then it's definitely a witch. Then it's a witch. Yeah. Then you have to drown it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to the uh, United States Department of Energy for for coming to that conclusion. Which seems odd to me too that the DOE would even be involved. Like, where the fuck shouldn't does they the- be, shouldn't shouldn't they be working on like I don't know gas prices? Yeah, like literally anything else, like anything to do with energy and not to do with the fucking with COVID. Yeah, like if they want to be all fucking green, like why not be? Why aren't you working on putting? <clears throat> solar panels in like fucking Oklahoma or Arizona. You know I mean, like what, what are you doing? You're, you're researching COVID. <laughs> yeah. Or you could find a way for solar panels to be like more affordable for like, like citizens. You could be doing literally anything. Yeah. Like yeah. anything would be a better use of their time. I would, I would most likely agree. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they could be sitting out there with a fucking like a uh, um god damn it, like a pinwheel thing. <laughs> like literally sitting out there with like a pinwheel thing and seeing if it creates like energy and like like having it fail like terribly and that would be a better use of the Department of Energy's time. Yeah, they could uh mistakenly discover electricity. Like our greatest president. Well, our greatest president already did that. They could rediscover it. While he was inventing freedom and currency. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking. uh, Have you followed any of the the API at all? The Arnold Palmer? No. Because I know know Rom went low yesterday and then he went high today. Yeah, he shit himself today. I might hit him live. What do you think his odds are? Um, I don't know. Right now he's T13. He's Ooh, that could three be under. He's six shots off the lead. Could be juicy. Kurt Kitayama is in first place, by the way. Oh, he strikes the fuck out of the ball. Um, He's nine under. Jordan Spieth is solo second at seven under. And then uh, Shoffley and Corey Connors are six under. Corey Connors. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't putted his way out yet. Yeah, not yet. He well, he shot six under today, so he shot even even par yesterday. Uh, are they and... still are they are they are they still playing right now? No. Why the fuck They're... can I not bet this shit live? I don't know. Take it up with my bookie. Fucking hey, man. Pretty soon we're not gonna have to deal with bullshit like that. Uh, we'll have the the domestics. One week from today, actually, we'll have the yeah. domestics. So yeah, I can't, I can't fucking hit a lot. Fucking a. That's fine. I will still use my bookie, but fucking a. I'm gonna yeah, hit I, Rom live the second I can. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, he shot seven under yesterday in the first round. Well, I'm just telling you, I'm going to get him better when six to one. I don't think he's out of it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Seven under yesterday, four over today. Like I said, he's only six shots off the lead. So 
yeah, I'll take my chances. Yeah. I don't hate that, especially because, I mean, like you said, Corey Connors probably find his way out of it. Corey Kitayama is, fuck, like, he's not going to win. I'll, if I have to congratulations put five, to Kurt Kitayama for winning. If I the have API. to put yeah, if I have to put five dollars on him to to just make it so he doesn't win, I'll do that. I'll take one for the team. Um, but you know, I mean, the leaderboard—it's not a bad leaderboard. Other than that, I mean, it's Kitayama, Connors, Davis, Riley. Those are really the only. There's a there's an amateur in there too. There's T nine. Um, Who Ludwig? Yeah, Ludwig A Aberg. Oh yeah, he's nasty. Yeah. But I mean, the rest of this leaderboard is Spieth, Shoffley, Cantlay, Fitzpatrick, Thomas, Adam Scott, Scotty Scheffler, Cam Young, and then John Rahm is right behind them. So before we get to final thoughts, I am going to give a quick shout out to golf media and golf fans. So the big news of this week was that the PGA Tour is going to introduce 10 limited field, no cut events for big money. So this year, like the elevator, the designated events, they're big money, but they were like kind of like regular fields. Yeah. So next year, the preliminary thought is that they'll do something like 70, 75 guys. Um, it'll be big money and no cut, a.k.a. a WGC, which they got rid of previously. Um, so now I thought and I was trying to tweet. I was trying to tweet this out with the right words from the tattoo shop the other day. And I couldn't come up with the right words to do it. But I would like to give credit to golf media and golf fans, usually because I fucking hate them. Full, I thought we were going to see a world record in hypocrisy. I thought <laughs> it was going to be like, wow, the PGA Tour finally taking care of their guys, finally doing the right thing and making sure that they lock up their talent, blah, 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 blah. blah. I, I, that's how I thought the narrative was going to go with the announcement of these events. Right. Cause part of the people bitching about live, it's always been hmm, exhibition golf, hmm, no cut. What's the incentive? All it is is a money grab. Now there's some other arguments that don't relate to this news that people also don't like, but, um, so I thought the PJ tour to get championed. And they have been getting fucking dragged. Yeah. People are fucking pissed about these no-cut events. So credit to the random golf fan and most golf media. Yeah, for actually being consistent on something. <laughs> I I seriously thought it was going to be like the fucking Michael Jordan of hypocrisy was going to be out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's fair, right? I mean, people are pissed. I basically... I, the only difference and the other thing too is people are flipping out it's only eight events so it's not like the whole fucking season is going to be no cut like it's eight events it's the big money ones like you just said um but everyone's like oh it's just like live that's like okay but like you said also it's it's the wgc like we did this already yeah you know, it's just it's, wgc which wasn't even their idea in the first place. They stole that from Greg Norman too, but no one, but Greg Norman bad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, again, I thought, I thought it was going to be like, wow, look at that. Look at them. PJ tour. Good. But nope. 
people fucking hate it. But I think the I think the big guns are gonna have to play more than just the designated events though. Cause so I not to argue semantics, I think it's ten they're gonna do. So it's ten designated, four majors, the players. So that's only fifteen events, and then the FedEx Cup is eighteen. The they're gonna have to play like maybe four other events or so on like a normal schedule. And the yeah. guys that like to play more will play more. Yeah. Because they're they rotate some of them, right? So next year the waste management is not going to be elevated or designated. Yeah, or whatever. I think I think they want to do three weeks no designated, two weeks designated, like a and alternate that kind of through the season. I think that's what they want to do. And designated might include the majors. Yeah. Um. That. Because then it'll allow the uh, some of the guys that aren't in those fields to get in over those three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I heard, too, they want to move some stuff around. Like they want to – well, it's not going to be called the Honda anymore, but they want to move the, what is currently known as the Honda at um, – what is it, PGA National? Yeah. Um, they want to move that to a different part of the schedule. I hope they move it earlier. Ain't nobody going to want to play in Florida in fucking June. Yeah, true. So I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, unless yeah, I they swap either. it, if they swap it with one of the pro-ams, like if they swap it with the Amex or something, well, something's going to have to go. If they're going to move shit around, something's got to go. Yeah. And unfortunately, in the beginning of the season, Hawaii, Hawaii, uh, Palm Springs, Hawaii, Hawaii, Palm Springs, um, then the California... And then it's all the California events. So yeah, I yeah. think it, I think it goes, Tory, Tory Pebble, Riv. Yep. Like the those seven six those six events are generally the first six weeks of the year every year. Right. So if you're gonna move Honda, like, and you're not gonna do events in the fall, like, where the fuck does it fit? I know. I mean, you could play it in April, but like. I don't know. You do the Florida swing. You do all four Florida events. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's weird. Never mind. The guys don't like the fucking course. Like, don't force the fucking PGA National on us. <laughs> the guys don't fucking like it. I don't give a fuck about the bear trap and I don't give a fuck about Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Which he is too fucking old at this point. I heard him on that fucking broadcast. He is too fucking old. Like, Someone give him like a fucking pudding cup and just put him in a fucking corner. Like he does not need to be on the broadcast anymore. So funny story, uh, the drinking bros podcast, one of the producers on the show, um, Dan Regester used to work for, um, the golf channel back in the day when it was still based in Florida. And he was, you know, probably a young kid at the time or, you know, like 22, 23 young, 
Um, and he told the story last week. Cause yeah. Cause they were at the, the PGA national. He told the story that when he worked at golf channel, they brought Jack in to give a speech. And he said the whole time he was basically talking about how like the Koreans are taking over the sport <laughs> and how like the United States needs to be better. And th- so Dan is telling this story and he's like, yeah, he was like trying to get people fired up, but like there was no need, you know, he was like trying to tell this like rallying speech and it's like, no one needs to be rallied. Like no one cares that Korean golfers are really good. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like one of those things. Funny, that, hey, the funny thing is they're not. Yeah. Like, well, they're I mean, fine. A few years ago, they, they oh. were better. Oh. I mean, Matsuyama won the Masters. Matsuyama ain't Korean. Do you think Jack knows that? Back, well, <laughs> so back when this dude was probably doing that speech, he probably was talking about Koreans. Yeah. Because the Japanese and the Chinese aren't good. No. They're not, they're not good. The males are not good golfers. So it is the Koreans. The only one is KJ Choi. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how long ago this was. I mean, before he's been with drinking bros, probably two or three years before that he was with, uh, TFM, the total frat move. So then before TFM, he was with golf channel. So, well, well this so even be, if he's our age, this might be like eight to 10 years ago. Yeah. So I was say, even if he's our age. That's 2012, 2013. Yeah. Like, that's the fun. That that's the funniest thing about that is he's like, "Oh, the Koreans are taking over." It's like the Koreans aren't that good at golf. They are not taking over. Yeah, yeah, they I mean, for well, sure. So, and and by then they already took over the women's game. Yeah. Maybe that's what he was talking about. I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but they already did by right. then, right? They probably took over the women's game in like 2008, 2010, something like that. Yeah. So, hey, I just thought it was funny because you had yeah. mentioned get him a pudding cup and no, put get, him in the get, corner. Get him out of here. I get, I'm ten, all good with Jack. Ten years ago, I had that, that story from, from Dan Redesser, yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. So apparently he needed to be fucking – cozied away 10 years ago yeah and he's still fucking out there he's still getting rolled out there yeah and they make it seem like it's such a disservice to him that like honda pulled out it's like bro his big tournament's memorial he gets yeah. two yeah fuck out of here yeah i'm gonna feel bad for jack nicholas okay yeah that's the other thing that i never really understood there's like people people talk about the honda and all this stuff and it's like when I think Jack, when, if you say Jack's tournament, I go, oh, it's Mirfield. It's, it's the memorial. Yeah, it's the memorial. I'm not going to say it's the Honda. You know, like, <laughs> oh, what's it? Like, if you ask any like casual golf, well, casual golfer might not know it, a casual golf fan, but like maybe just above the casual golf fan, it's like, oh, what's Jack's event? They'd be like, oh, it's the memorial. Yeah fuck out of here i guarantee you at least eight out of ten people would say at the memorial if you if you ask no them, one's gonna say honda but you have to ask them in like november 
Because if you ask them in March, they'll be like, oh, the Honda, because it just happened. You know what I mean? Because it just happened. Yeah. No one, but if you no if you ask them in November, what's Jack's event? They'll be like, they'll they'll say the memorial. Oh, PJ Dash. Well, fuck that. Yeah. So uh I think now we can wrap things up. All right. I gotta pull this up. I think mine's quick. All right. How much do you think a, a this this is my final thought? How much do you think a tin of skull costs these a days? Single tin? Yep. Um 13 bucks. Sixteen dollars. Holy a tin of skull. Now this, this is at the uh mobile in Easton. Now I don't know if everything's expensive there or if that's yeah. the going rate. Sixteen fucking dollars for a tin of skull. Holy shit. I saw that today. Cause someone came in to buy cigarettes and I was like, what do cigarettes cost these days? And I'm like, they're like 12 bucks a pack. Yeah. And then I look above it and it's skull. 1625. Wow. Why the fuck is skull more expensive than cigarettes? I don't know. Is it it was never like a, that way? A popularity thing? Like they know they're gonna sell more cigarettes, like they'll sell more volume of cigarettes so they can make them a little bit cheaper. I don't know. I like if I like if I was in the cigarette company, I would just fucking charge people out the nose for them. Because thinking about like what goes into the production process, you literally shred tobacco, stick it in a can, and it's done. But like for cigarettes, you have to shred the tobacco, you have to stuff it. Well, for, before you stuff it, you have to make you have to create the th- the paper, right? You have to make the paper cylinder, and then you have to stuff it. Then you have to put it in the box. Then you have to wrap them, right? It's like from a purely production standpoint, you literally shred the leaf and put it in a tin, and you're done. Sixteen bucks. Wow, it's you a really probably good. Probably get what a log. For sixteen bucks in like Tennessee, anywhere south of the Mason, I would expect I would expect tins to be four dollars or less in yeah, Tennessee. Because what's a log? Five? Is it five tins or? Four? I think a log. I thought a log was ten, but okay. Could probably get a half log. Yeah. It's a good yeah. thing, Massachusetts. I actually will say now it's a good thing Massachusetts banned fucking flavored tobacco. So then it's like. I'm yeah. never even tempted to buy a fucking tin of pouches. Yeah. So what's the point? I'm not going to spend 20 fucking dollars on a tin. Well, I would never would. Well, if I, that's the thing is I never would. Yeah. But, and I, like, again, I was getting grizzly at the yeah. time for as casual as that was. But 60, 25 for a tin. Wow. I want to say when we were in high school, they were like five bucks. Pretty sure. Yeah. Six bucks, Maybe five, less. six bucks. Because cigarettes, when I started working at Stop and Shop, were five twenty-five. Yeah, tax included. Or you get Paul Malls for like three ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> you could get basically Mavericks for free. You know what was funny? <laughs> so at Stop and Shop, based on the way we ordered, everyone would want like Paul Malls or like whatever. But because we sold so many Marlboros, Marlboros were our cheapest cigarette. Everything else was more expensive. Like basics yeah. and palm oil, yeah, yeah, stupid. 
Yeah, because you just order a ridiculous amount of them. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Uh, I used to fucking, I used to fucking hate cigarettes, like selling the cigarettes. And then it was always a pain in the ass when we would have new people that would work there. Like after I became manager and I would have to train like some of the young, like the kids would work there would be like 19, 20, 21. And uh, I'd be, I have to tell them like this color equals this thing. Cause that was right around the time they banned putting the words on. Like you weren't not allowed to call them light cigarettes or ultra light cigarettes. So like someone oh. would come in and be like, I want, but people that buy them would still say it. So someone would come in and be like, I want a pack of Virginia slim ultra light menthol. And like, you, can, you don't, you don't have the words, but you don't have the words on the package anymore. So the ultra light menthol was silver and green. So it was like a thick, oh, silver, the ultra light. it was a thick silver line with green, like a spiral around it. And it was like, but people would fuck it up all the time. Like people would come in and be like, oh, I'll take the, you know, Marlboro ultralights. And like the new people would be like, I don't know what that, it's the silver pack. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's, okay. Cause then some, sometimes, what was it? Parliament. Parliament didn't technically have a full bodied cigarette. So the Parliament no, blues, Parliament yeah, blues people, were he, Parliament lights. Yeah, so people would be like, oh, can I get parliament parliament lights? Yeah. And, and you at hand first them the blue, I didn't know. And they're like, no, 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 I want the silver one. It's like, well, those are the fucking ultralights, you dumb fuck. Oh, we didn't carry those. Yeah. The parliaments were silver, but then the parliament had an ultralight menthol, which, you know, it was, I don't know if you remember, it was the triangles. I don't know why I remember this shit. I'm fucking, that's my, that's my autism. I'm retarded. You can, you can name all of the fucking winners of the masters to 1982. And I can tell you all of the fucking packs of cigarettes, what they looked like. So they had the, so parliaments had the two triangles on the box and the ultralight menthols. One, one triangle was silver and the other triangle was green. And it was like they had, then they would have the light menthols where like one was blue and one was green. It's just, it's fucking, it, it was so annoying. It would, it would fuck people up all the time. I, it would mess me up sometimes. I'd, I'd have to sit there and stare at the thing above, be like, ah, shit, what kind of I want? Especially if it was a brand that I didn't sell that often. Like, um, not miss, not misties. There was a different kind. Capris. Capris, yeah. That those were the ones. It was Capris. Those ones were tough. Because those were goofy colors. So like all the other ones yep. were some combination like of like blue, silver, green, and gold. And Capris were like pink, purple, light blue, dark blue. And I'm like, fuck. I, yeah. <laughs> frankincense. And I'm like, I got no idea what the fuck this is. Yeah, that's right. Capris. Fuck them. Uh, all right. Well, uh, my final thought is everything is cyclical, right? <laughs> We've established this <laughs> many times. Uh, we are trending back towards the old days of cable. 
So, you know, we've gone on our rants a million times. Uh, Netflix is dead. If they're not profitable, how do they make any money? Uh, <laughs> so recently, Showtime, um, which once upon a time was pretty big, right? I mean, Showtime was probably the number two premium channel behind HBO. Um, Showtime is dead. It is no more. Uh, Showtime has been purchased by Paramount. I don't know if they've been purchased by Paramount Plus. I don't know. I don't know who owns Paramount Plus, but whoever their parent company is bought Showtime. So now Showtime and all of its streaming services are getting bundled into Paramount Plus. So. I'm trying to think of all the show, the Showtime stuff. Um, Dexter probably is the big one. I used to love that show. Um, I think Homeland was a Showtime show. I never really watched it, but um, I think Weeds was HBO. No, Weeds might have been Showtime too. I don't know. So Showtime, again, they probably haven't put out a good show in a really long time anyway. But now they're going to get absorbed by Paramount Plus. Um, and on top of that, Disney is looking to offload both Hulu and ESPN. So if you're one of those people that has the, the Disney bundle, right, and you pay whatever amount of money per month or per year to get Disney, Hulu, and ESPN, uh, well, enjoy it while it lasts because Hulu is tanking and losing a ridiculous amount of money, uh, as is ESPN. I mean, when Disney first bought ESPN, ESPN was not profitable. That's why they went up for sale. Um, and they were, again, they got purchased, um, bought out. Uh, they were just a terrible, they were hemorrhaging money. Uh, and Disney tried the best that they could to change things around, but they couldn't do it. So now... They are trying to offload both Hulu and ESPN. So I don't think it's necessarily like, you know, whoever wants to buy them has to buy both. I think they're just going to split them and sell them to whoever. So there's a potential that Disney moving forward is literally just Disney plus is just Disney plus, which is fine because Disney is a behemoth in and of itself. Of itself, um, they have plenty of fucking catalog. Uh, they also own, I think, Nat Geo now too. They just bought Nat Geo because uh, that's on their Disney Plus streaming service. But I mean, between Marvel and Star Wars and all that shit, like Disney's fine. But yeah, so here we go. What are we gonna What are we gonna do? We're gonna end up with four streaming services sounds sounds a whole lot like you know the 70s when they had four cable networks so is i cable I, is it is it cheaper to go back to cable yet you know i don't know got to be getting it's got to be getting close yeah it's got to be it's got to be close so i don't even know what they have what streaming services are left um, like the major ones. So I think it's Paramount Plus, HBO, Peacock, Netflix. 
Netflix and Disney Plus. Or the Disney the Disney bundle if you want to call it that. I think it's just the, is it those 5? Um maybe. I don't know. I'm not really in tune with this stuff. Yeah. Cuz the Disney bundle obviously would include Hulu, ESPN. But yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. I don't know who oh, um Apple Apple Plus, Apple, what are they called? Apple TV Plus, App, whatever fucking Apple streaming services. They're another one. So I wouldn't be surprised if Apple bought ESPN off of Disney because there's, oh, and Amazon Prime. That's another one. The Prime Prime Video. Um, because Apple is trying to get into sports. So they signed a deal with the MLB for, I think it starts this season and the regular season. They're going to have games exclusively carried on Apple Plus, (laughs) Apple TV Plus, whatever the fuck it's called. I have no idea. I don't have it, but I don't know what it is. So they were, they were in the running for the NFL contract too, but I think, YouTube TV ended up winning that that deal. So which I don't really count YouTube TV as a streaming service because it's a cable competitor. It's not a I mean it's not like a it's not like Netflix or Hulu where you like flip through and watch stuff. It's it's live TV. Yeah, it's live. Yeah. Cuz then live TV there's like fucking six of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're getting, every, everything is cyclical. We're going to end up back to, you know, there's fucking four streaming services. And then you can bundle them all together <laughs> and then get one, one service, right? It's like, oh, that sounds a whole lot like cable. No, it's different. Yeah, it's, no, it's different. Because <laughs> now you can get them through directly through your smart TV. So... That's uh, that's all I got there. So uh, thank you for uh, coming on the journey with us here tonight. Um, don't forget to like, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're at, whether it's audio, video, all that jazz. Um, you can get us on Instagram at Sarcasm Speaks Pod. The Twitter is Sarcasm underscore Speaks. Facebook page is Sarcasm Speaks. Our website, sarcasmspeaks.com. Uh, we go to the merch store, buy some merch over there. Uh, you can use mybookie.com uh, and use the promo code sarcasmpod when you sign up to double your first deposit up to a thousand bucks. Unfortunately, uh, we couldn't get any uh, promos for the domestic books, but there's enough for Massachusetts when they open up next week. They're just going to give you uh, what is it called? Bonus bets. They're not allowed to call free plays. Yeah, bonus bets. Yeah, so you'll you'll get all that if you're in Massachusetts. Um, what else we got? Grillyourassoff.com. Uh, go over there. Use the same promo code SarcasmPod. You get 15% off your entire order every single time you check out. They changed uh, some of their shit up. I just got an order yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. They changed their, they went, they went new labels. They updated their uh, labels. And then the infidel pork rub doesn't seem to be caking as, as much. Yes. I noticed that the last time I bought that one. Um, it's there's no longer caking. So good on them. They're they're getting better uh so until next time good night everybody